Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Give a clap offering to the Lord. Kindly take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So this week we want to talk about finances. Amen and amen. We want to talk about finances. We want to talk about finances. Glory to Jesus. The word of God teaches on every area of life. The word of God provides instruction. This is the instruction manual of life. Somebody said that the Bible means basic instruction before leaving earth. And rightly so. Because the Bible can teach you practically, fundamentally, every area of your life. In terms of your relationship with other men. In terms of even your physical outkeep. In terms of your, in terms of your hygiene in terms of how to make progress in life, in terms of even business, the Bible has something to offer. And the Bible is a word of God, an instruction manual of God, by which is able to instruct us on how we can conduct ourselves. And so it is important that we learn these things and we learn it from the biblical perspective. I just read to you from the book of Isaiah chapter 48, the verse number 17. And I want to read it to you again. And I want you to listen with rapt attention. You see, that is a problem. Sometimes when we come to the house of God, people are not attentive. The children of God are not attentive. And they go out there blaming God when they have not paid attention to what God is saying. When you pay attention, he said, my son, give me your, your heart. Incline thy ears to my words. Incline. Incline means ten. Turn your words to what I am saying. So if you are listening to me and you have been struggling with your finances, God wants you to turn your ears in a particular direction. You see, God doesn't want us to remain the same. Proverbs 4.18, the path of the just, that means the righteous, is like the shining light that shines on more and more onto the perfect day. God wants us to see ever-increasing glory. The Bible tells us as we behold with an open face, as in a glass, the glory of God, we are changed into that same image from glory to glory. So everything about God is more. You go to the book of Romans, the Bible tells us so many times, and much more, and much more, and much more. They that receive abundance of grace and of the gift of life shall reign in uh, the gift of righteousness, shall reign in this life. Much more they that receive this. So the Bible of God, our God is at the God of the much more. But why is it that many of his children are struggling barely to alive? They are not inclining their ears to what he's saying. They are not listening to God. If you will listen to God, you make profits. If you will listen to God, you see changes. If you will listen intently to God, I pray today that God will help you pay attention. Oh, and somebody say, I've been paying attention. I don't know what you are saying. I'm not paying attention. I used to be like you. 
I used to be like you. I used to think that I was paying attention because I knew some scriptures and I'd been serving God and I'd been working for God for many years. And so I thought I'd been paying attention until one day I had to humble myself realizing that if I don't humble myself, I'll go hungry. Hey, nobody likes hunger. I realize that if I don't humble myself and pretend that I know when I'm not experiencing what I'm supposed to know, then I, I'm going to suffer. So I, I started studying, I started listening to others. What am I hear? What am I not hearing in what I am hearing? I've been listening to the subject of Titan. I've been listening to the subject of prosperity from God for years. Why is it that I'm not seeing certain changes? So God teach me and God began to teach me. And from that time, I started seeing changes in my finances. I'm not, and I'm not talking about little changes. I saw changes, incremental changes, rapid changes. Sometimes I was going in certain years more than two, three, four, five times of how I was before. How is that possible? I've been working with the Lord for all these years. How is that now that things are happening? Because I began to pay attention to the Lord. So pay attention. You see, Thomas, if you pay attention, eh, next year by this time, your life will be different from how it is today. You will see a real change in your life because that is how God likes it. He wants us to become the aroma of Christ, the evidences of, his, of, of him to the world. Do you know that we are God's trophies to the world? We are the, we are, we are, when God says that I have won victory over the world, how would the world know that he has won the victory? It is when he shows us his trophy. Recently, National Science and Math Quiz, uh, one of those, the, one of those other schools, uh, who God had mercy upon, they won the, <laughs> amen and amen. They won the trophy. <laughs> Charlie, you know, easy, but our time will come. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. But, everywhere they, they, they started moving all over the place. But how we know that they have won the National Science and Mass Race is because they were given a trophy and evidence that they could show to the world, they could show at, 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 at the uh, Jubilee House, at the uh, Otum Falls, and at various places that they went to. It was the trophy. I saw pictures of even foreigners who were holding the trophy and taking pictures. Why? Because they have identified that by reason of this trophy, these people are winners. Now, if Jesus Christ came to give us the victory of Jesus, won over the devil and over the world, he said, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. How does he show it? It is through us. We are his trophies to the world. We are his trophies to the world. So the Bible says we are the aroma of Christ. Unto some life, unto life, unto others, death, unto death. So God wants your life to become an evidence of the victory that he has already won in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. I pray that that victory will be made manifest in your life. I pray that there will be real evidences of victories by the power of the Holy Ghost. How does that come? Listen to God. Isaiah 48 verse 17 said, this is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord who teaches you to profit. God is a teacher. I teach you to profit and I lead you by the way that you should go. Meaning there are ways you can go that you shouldn't go. That you shouldn't go. And there's a way that you should go. There's a way you should do your business. There's a way you should run your finances. That, are, that is going to cost you to see profits. 
Many people are going to Gimpa to go and learn certain things. Many people are learning from certain other sources. But God says that I am the great teacher. If you listen to me, you make profits. If you listen to me, you make profits. And nobody teaches wisdom, enduring wisdom like God teaches. Every wisdom that man teaches, it can, it, 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 it can fail. And we are seeing it in the economic situations that are in, in, in the East Nation and all across the world. No matter what the, the principles that they put in place, because of certain instabilities, their principles are not working. So that's why sometimes when they are making a discussion, they say that, or they are making an argument, they say that all things were being what equal. But it's not every time that all things are equal. It's not every time that all things are equal. The other day, somebody fell under the power in this, in this auditorium, and when he woke up, his shoes were not equal size. So, what do you mean, all things being equal? Amen and amen. Hallelujah. This miracle, I don't understand, but we'll take it like that. Amen and amen. Glory to Jesus. So, it is not every time that all things can be equal, but when you are functioning by the wisdom of God, whether they are equal or they are not equal, you still prosper. I pray that may that wisdom be made available to you. Isaiah chapter 2. Isaiah chapter 2. Today I'm going to be laying a lot of foundations. A lot of foundations. And then we are going to get into the money. Tell somebody the money is coming. No, you, you, you people don't like money. Okay, tell somebody the stones are coming. Amen and amen. But me and my people over here, we like money. The money is coming. The money is coming. Amen and amen. The money is coming. Isaiah chapter 2. Verse number 2 and verse number 3. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow. All nations shall flow to it. And verse number 3 says, And many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways. He will teach us of his ways and will walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the law from Jerusalem. So God wants us to learn from him his ways. They are the ways of God and are the ways of this world. They are the ways of God and are the ways of men. And the only way we are going to see prosperity, we are going to see increase, is to learn the ways of God. That is why it is not every time that when we come to church we are preaching salvation. You know, some people are very parochial minded, and so they said, ah, why is it that the preachers of today, every time they are preaching healing, miracles, and prosperity, now they should be talking about salvation. Why should I be talking about salvation to somebody who is saved? All the time. I can teach the person further on the subject of salvation, so that the person can grow in understanding. But I must teach the person a holistic gospel, a holistic message. I must teach about faith. I must teach about holiness. I must teach about the power of God. I must teach about healing. I must teach about money. Money. Because these are all parts of our lives, parts of our existence, things that we need if we are going to live a balanced life. God truly is interested in our finances. But people get jittery whenever we are talking about money. They say that he's a pastor. Why should he? He's not an expert of money. Who told you a pastor is not an expert of money? If pastors were not experts of money, look at the institutions that are doing well in development. Are they not all religious institutions? The schools that are doing well. The hospitals that are doing well. As a pharmacist, I know into the health sector. And almost every government hospital, polyclinic, whatever is owing. 
The hospitals that are paying very well are the, are the Catholic hospitals, Methodist hospitals, Pentecost hospitals, uh, Assemblies of God hospitals, Overcomers hospitals. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. They are doing very well. They are doing very well. Somebody's going to be the medical director over here. <laughs> Receive grace. But some of you don't want to bugger. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. So we cannot, it is, it is a flawed argument for anybody to say that the church should not talk about money. It is a flawed argument. The church is actually where you need to learn about money. After you have learned of the, uh, of the failing ones in the world and, and, and you have failed, you should come to the church and be repaired. Or you can go and learn those ones to write your exam. But the true knowledge, the true wisdom comes from the word of God. Comes from the word of God. Because his word has been tried seven times by fire. Every word stands. The Bible says that heaven and earth shall pass away. Every, everything else shall melt like wax. Everything shall be destroyed. But the Bible says not a single bit of the word of God shall fall to the ground void. It will last forever. It will last forever. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, the subject of prosperity is important to God. And we need to understand something over here. That as a child of God, we need faith for everything. We need faith for everything. Faith for healing. Faith to walk in the will of God. Faith for miracles. Faith uh, for progress in life. We also need faith for our finances. We also need faith for our finances. What many people don't realize, that it is actually possible to take your financial needs from God. People don't realize that it is possible to trust God to supply your needs. Prosperity is, is the will of God. And God wants all of us to prosper. Tell John chapter 1, the verse number 2. The Bible says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as I so prosper. So you realize that there are various faces of prosperity from this scripture. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be what in health. The first prosper, it does not find it very clearly by saying and being health even as I so prosperous. So if you are studying the scripture uh, very carefully, you realize that there are about three different kinds of prosperity. There's financial or material prosperity, which is which is the first one is, is about. Then there's a health health prosperity, the prosperity of your mortal body. He said and be in health, and then he talks about spiritual prosperity. Most of the time, Christians master in spiritual prosperity. So you can see a Christian who can have wild dreams, amazing dreams, dreams that are so explicit. And they can tell you what is going to happen five years from now. They can tell you what is going to happen, who is going to be the next president of Ghana. And yet, they don't even have money to pay for the transport to go and vote for that person. Spiritual prosperity. They are holy. They don't sin. They don't commit any error. They are walking in holiness. They are spiritually prosperous. When they are speaking in tongues, you can see that ah, a spiritual person is actually praying. Their prayers are deep. They can pray hours upon hours. I tell you often about how when I used to be in uh, my former church, I, I was part of the prayer warriors. And one of the things that I realized very early is that no matter how many prayer warriors come, whether we are 20 or 30, you barely see that even a, a car or a taxi or even anything has come to park over there. All of us came like a Benz or Trotro or something. 
and will come and will come and cabe for the church. Here are they, Father, miracles, bless the work of the people, bless them. <laughs> and some of us were also working. But the choir will come. And you see that we have general church service. People who are even less spiritual and they are having financial prosperity or they are having financial breakthrough. They are coming with cars. People are dedicating cars. And when they are going to dedicate their cars or dedicate the house, the pastor will come and call some of the prayer warriors and will carry the oil. Uh, my God, my God, my God. Anybody who is carrying oil in this church, very soon you'll be carrying the oils and your own car keys and your own house keys in the name of Jesus. Why? You are learning what I'm teaching you. So I made a decision many years ago as a teenager. I said, ah, no, 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 minus me. Lord, I will not forsake my praying, but <laughs> this poverty, I will not continue in there. I will not, no, 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 no. I will not allow it to continue. So, you see, there was a desire over there. I'll be telling you about that on Sunday. There was a desire, and that desire began to push me to fight poverty. To fight poverty. To become conscious and to learn how I can be profitable. I can see increase in my life. God wants us to prosper. And it is not just spiritual prosperity. It is not just for us to be able to see, have dreams, see visions, prophesy, but also to have financial breakthroughs. I prophesy over somebody's life. Even in the midst of these economic hardships, you are going to eat better than any other day. You are going to dress better than any other year. And you are going to see progress more than any other year. Receive that grace now. So there is financial prosperity. What exactly is prosperity? Prosperity, let me just quickly go through this. But real true prosperity is not about the number of cars that you have to be frank with you. Real prosperity is not about the number of houses that you have. Real prosperity is not about how many clothes, caftans, dresses, shoes, shoes that you are changing. No, 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 no. That is not real prosperity. Do you know why? Because all of these things shall pass away. All of these things shall pass away. If you die right now, you lose all of those things. So it is not real prosperity. It's not real prosperity. If Jesus is to appear right now, nothing over here. He said the Bible everything shall melt. The keyboard will go. The carpet will go. The fans will go. The television sets will go. The mobile phone, that iPhone, plasma screen, whatever. All of it will go. Even if it is being used in the church, they will all go. So, real prosperity is actually something that endures better than physical and material things. And real prosperity is the presence of God in your life and in every area of your life. The more of God's presence that you have, the more prosperous you actually are. The more prosperous you actually are. Genesis chapter 20, 39, verse 23. Let's look at the prosperity that uh, uh, Joseph enjoyed. And the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. Did you see it over there? The law was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. This was a slave that they are calling prosperous over here. So Bible prosperity is actually the presence of God. And the Lord was with Joseph when he was a slave and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master. You see it over there, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. So true prosperity is even when other people see that our God is with such and such a person. How many people see that God is with you? If people don't see the God in your life, you are not really prosperous. No matter what you may be having in your pockets. 
through prosperity is carrying the presence of God and manifesting it everywhere and manifesting it everywhere. Jesus said in Luke chapter 12, the verse number 15, he said unto him, take heed and beware of covetousness. So it's very important as we are talking about the subject of financial prosperity. Somebody is here and you are not even concerned about knowing God more. All you are looking for is, uh-huh, let me come and lend some that thing because I want money in my pocket. Covetousness. Maybe the even reason, the reason why you are even saying that is because you've seen a friend or you've seen an enemy having something that you don't have and so you want a shortcut way of getting that thing you, you boast and say ah, yeah. somebody was telling me uh, something and uh, rightly so sometimes we pray amiss and all our prayers we are praying that ah, God bless me so that my enemies will see the, 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 my enemies will see and be put to shame Bless me so that I will shame these people. <laughs> so the reason for you to even prosper is covetousness. It's something that is outside the will of God. So Jesus tells us that be careful, beware of covetousness. Why? For a man's life consisted not or does not consist in the abundance of things which he possesses. In the abundance of things which he possesses. That is why such a conference is important. Because here, by the word of God, we are going to balance between uh, material prosperity and divine prosperity. Where you know where to place what. And be able to access the divine verities of God. For you to be truly, truly, truly prosperous. So, this is the best place you can learn about money. The house of God, the church of God is the best place you can learn about how to prosper financially. How to prosper financially. And I told you earlier that there is a faith for financial increase. There's a faith for a faith which can cause God to supply your need. Let's take a few scriptures uh, quickly. Psalm 23, the verse number one. Look at what the psalmist says. He said, The Lord is my shepherd. Battery is low. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. So because the Lord is a shepherd, he's saying that lack and want and scarcity shall not be his portion. Why? Because the Lord is a shepherd. A shepherd supplies, takes care of the sheep, of the flock. So he's here telling us that God can actually take care of you. God can pay that school fees. God can open that door. God can pay for that accommodation. And I pray that whatever the need may be in your life, may God supply. I said, may God supply. Jesus taught them to pray. Matthew chapter 6, verse 11. He said, give us this day our daily bread. So you can take your daily bread from God. You can receive supply from God. Philippians 4.19. Listen to what Apostle Paul also says. He said, but my God shall what? Supply all your need. How many of them? All your need. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I don't know what somebody is lacking over here. Maybe you, are, you need some money to start that project. Maybe you need some funds to pay for that accommodation. You need some money to buy that gadget. May God supply your need. I said, may God supply your need. You are wondering that at the way the, 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 the cost of things are going up, will you be able to live comfortably throughout December? I said, my God shall supply your need in the name of Jesus Christ. Irrespective of the price of items or the price of wealth, God will supply your need. I said, God will supply your need. Lift up your right and say, my God shall supply every need of mine. So, it is possible to receive your supplies from God. Then you don't have to depend on evil ways or wrong ways to survive. 
Wrong ways to survive. No. A thousand times no. Financial prosperity is very, very important to God for his children. It is the byproduct of the blessing of the Lord and obedience to the wisdom of God. It is God's covenant provision for his chosen people. So one of the things that when the blessings of God come upon your life, you see is financial prosperity. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 28. I'm going to first read from verse number 1 to the verse number 13. And you realize that many of the provisions that God made over there. They are financial provisions. He said, and it shall come to pass if thou will echoing diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all that his all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God shall set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. And the religious Christians said that yes, spiritually we are above all the nations of the earth. So that is what the religious Christians will say. Because they don't believe that, oh, there's a material aspect of God's supply for our lives. So, but the, God is wise. So he goes further to explain to us how we are going to be higher than them. In the verse number 2, he says, that all these blessings, what are, what, what are they? Blessings, they shall come on thee and overtake thee if you echoing unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be where? Where? Come on, talk to me. In the field where you are working, is that not financial prosperity? Blessed will you be in the city. I did a research on the word city over there, and it actually meant a place where people stay. A place where abodes, homes are situated. In those days when they were preparing their settlement, they, it's even like what we have in this modern day, there's a, a residential area and then there's industrial area. So there's a place where people stay and there uh, uh, families have houses. And then there's a place, the field, where their, their businesses are. So if you have a farm, you have uh, a, a farm, whether animal farm, crop farming, you are, you are into construction. There's a place that is a field. And God is saying that you'll be blessed in the city. Where, so that means that you have a house in the city. A house in the city. You have a place where you lay your head. You will not be there sleeping somewhere, anywhere just like that. You have a place of comfort. He said it's part of the blessings of the Lord. And I speak even into the life of someone over here. No matter how expensive things are becoming, you have your own accommodation. You have something that you can leave for your children's children. Listen to me. Follow me throughout this convention. I'll be talking about things that will not only pertain to you, but will pertain to your children and to your children's children. There is a prosperity dimension which goes beyond your current generation. And that is where God wants us to get to. A good man leaves an inheritance, an inheritance, an inheritance for his children, children. So thank God for the accommodation. Thank God for the apartment. Thank God for where you are residing. But it is not enough. It is not enough. God wants you to make progress. He wants to help you step by step so that you move from tenancy to becoming a household and move from being a house owner to become a landlord. Glory to Jesus Christ. Grace is being made available. He said you'll be blessed in the city and you'll be blessed in the field. He said blessed will be the fruit of your body. 
and the fruit of your ground. So it means that you will not be barren. And he said that so your the, uh, your children will be blessed. The fruit of your body and, and the fruit of your ground. So your business again and the fruit of your cattle. Your business again and the increase of thy kind. Business again and the flocks of thy sheep. Business again. Financial prosperity. Financial prosperity as a product of the blessing. Let's go on. I just want you to see it over there. These are not my words. These are the words of the Lord. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. So your bank accounts, where you keep your things, your basket. Basket is when they go to the field. So when they are harvesting, they harvest into baskets. And after that, they transfer to the, the, the barns, the store. So he's saying that you be, your business will be yielding and you have more than enough so that even after you have eaten, you can have some in savings. There's somebody over here, you have lived throughout this year and it's as though you have nothing to show for that money has passed through your hands. In the name of Jesus Christ, by reason of the blessing, this situation is changing. Before the end of the year, your account balance will have some money over there. And you know that this is the doing of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Blessed shall be thy basket and blessed shall be thy store. Let's go on. Let's go on, Let's go on please. Let's number seven or six. Glory to Jesus. So blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and you will be blessed when you go out. And it says that then the Lord shall cause your enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before you. That's deliverance. They will be destroyed before your face. And they shall come out against you in one way and flee before you in seven ways. God will fight your battles. Divine protection is part of the blessing. Let's go on. Uh, today my focus is on financial prosperity. So I want you to see that it is part of the blessings of the Lord. He said the Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in your storehouses. Look at that. So not even one storehouse. But in your storehouses. 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 May God give somebody the grace where you need to set up multiple accounts. Some in dollars. Some in euros. Some in pounds sterling. Some in cities. Some in whatever currency you are trusting God for. Receive grace now. In your storehouses. In your storehouses. Very soon somebody is going to get Vodafone cash, Momo, Teltigo cash. Every, every means by which you can receive funds. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let that supply be your portion today. Glory to God. In your storehouses. And in all that you set your hand to do. So if you're an artisan, your business, whatever you set to do, you are a student, you are a worker, whatever you set your hand to do, he said that there's a blessing that he's bringing upon your life. He said, and you shall be blessed in the land with the Lord thy God give thee. Let's continue. Let's continue quickly. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, and the Lord shall establish you a holy people unto himself as he has sworn unto thee if you will and you will keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and to walk in his face. Let's continue. Uh-huh. There's a Lord that God wants for his children. And all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. I told you that God wants us to be trophy. God wants us to be so blessed that other people will notice it. Other people will notice it. Very soon, people will be coming to you that this is my car. I want you to buy it. This is my land. I want you to buy it. Why? They can see that you have the capacity. And you know what you do? You will buy it. I say you will buy it. Why? Because God will increase your capacity. He will increase your capacity. 
And the Lord shall make thee plenteous. Oh, hallelujah. This is a prophetic word. You better start receiving. He said, and the Lord shall do what? Make you what? Plenteous. In what? In goods. Very soon, one of your confusions will be, which, can, which, which of the shoes should I wear today? Oh, which of the shoes should I wear today? Which of the shoes should I wear today? Which of the shirts am I picking today? Receive it now. Come on, can you see it? Picture it. Picture it. See with the eyes of your spirits. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, and in the fruit of your body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers to give you. Look at the verse number 12. You will love it. You will love it. And what did God say he is going to do? He is going to open unto his children the good treasures. His good treasure. His good treasure. That is a supply system. He said the heaven to give you rain in, uh, unto thy land in his season. And to bless all the work of your hand. And he said, and you will listen to this. I love this one. And you will lend unto many nations and you shall not borrow from anyone. I said, you shall not borrow. Listen, borrowing is not part of the destiny of a child of God. God actually wants you to be a lender unto many. Some of them will pay you back. Some of them will not pay you back. But it doesn't matter. I said, it doesn't matter. Oh, I said, it doesn't matter. Do you know why? God will make you too big for them. I said, God will make you too big for them. He said, you will learn unto many nations and you will not borrow. I am I'm reading to you what is the mind and the will of God concerning you. You will learn unto many nations and you will not borrow. And the verse number 13 says, and the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. He shall make you above only and you shall not be beneath. He said, if you hearken unto the commandments of the Lord I go, which I command you this day, to observe and to do them. So he teaches us his way so that we may contact the blessing and the blessing will cause us to prosper financially. So tonight, as you are hearing the word of God, you are hearing the commandments and the instructions of God. Open up your heart because you are making contact to blessings that will bring you increase and prosperity. You are making contact with blessings that will bring you increase and prosperity. Hear me, child of God. Financial freedom is possible. Financial freedom is possible. Living from hand to mouth is not the will of God for your life. Financial freedom is possible. God wants you to so prosper so that you can have a choice. You can have a choice. You don't have to go into a boutique and then you just go for the cheapest because that's what you think you can afford. No, you can have a choice. I'm, I'm buying this not because it is cheap. I am buying this because this is the one I like. Receive that grace. As I receive that grace. Financial freedom is possible. Financial freedom is possible. Look, God wants his children to prosper. He actually teaches us not just to make riches, but he wants us to be wealthy. Deuteronomy 8 verse 18. He said, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to what? Get wealth. To get wealth. To get wealth. That word wealth means abundance. It means plenty. He said, that he may establish the covenant which is swore to your fathers as it is this day. As it is this day. In this convention, can I prophesy to somebody over here? As you learn to activate the blessings of God, you are going to move from lack to supply. You are going to move after you have moved to supply, you are going to move from supply to riches. And as you move from, as you are advancing, you are going to move from riches to wealth. Listen, as we are talking right now, some of us, we are in a state of lack. 
We don't even know what we are going to eat next. Everything is limited in our lives. These teachings that I'm teaching you here, it can change where you are. I was once in debt. Now I don't owe anybody anything. I don't owe anybody. I don't owe anybody. I was once in debt. I don't now. God has moved me from being a debtor. Now I have more than enough. Why? It is the blessing of the Lord. It is a blessing of the Lord. It is following these covenant principles. Can Copeland spoke about how when the Lord started teaching him about the principles of prosperity, he was in, in debt to the tune of hundreds of thousands of, do- of dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. You, your square 3,000. Look at the way you are. Ghana cities. Look at the way you are sweating. 3,000 cities. How much is it in dollars now? This man was in debt to the tune of almost one hundred or in excess of hundred thousand dollars, and he he began to ask, tell the Lord that he cannot live this way, and the Lord began to teach him the principles of prosperity. And I think uh, about a year or two, he had paid off all of that debt, went to zero, and now started making profits. Today, he's if not the wealthiest pastor on this earth, he's one of the wealthiest. This is somebody who has given out, donated, dashed over thirty-five aeroplanes. Aeroplanes, aeroplanes. I'm not talking about the one you do with the paper and then we give to 35 children. No, I'm talking about aeroplane, the one you can sit in private jet, the one that can fly. No, not the one that you throw. <laughs> Amen. Or the one that you give to the children and they go, no, 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 no. 35, oh, brother. It's not a joke. You are not impressed because you've not seen aeroplane inside before. Even aeroplane tie, do you know how much it costs? Aeroplane petrol, aeroplane, aeroplane. <laughs> amen and amen. But this man has given out. Tell you, okay, I'm getting there. I said, I'm getting there. In the name of Jesus. Are you there? I'll go with you after we close service. <laughs> amen and amen. Yeah. And he moved from being in debt, having only one shirt. Not knowing how he was going to feed his wife and his child. And now, he's a superstar in finances. A superstar. He's wealthy. And he's wealthy without apology. Sometimes the media try to trick him. He said, are you a rich? He said, oh, I'm very rich. I'm very, very rich. <laughs> I'm filthy rich. Receive that grace now. As I receive that grace now. You see, as I'm sharing these words with you, if you are going to pick up that desire, that's the problem. Many of God's children, we, are, we come to listen and it's as though I'm answering. And so, I didn't know tree. Because, you see, you have put your heart and your mind in the wrong places. Somebody is even wishing that, oh, somebody, uh, uh, a worldly person, let me tell you something, and be, be very careful about this uh, motivational speakers, and sometimes people that you say, oh, this person has made it, so uh, human beings, nobody wants you to get to their level. Nobody wants you to get to their level. Anytime rich people see other people rising up, worldly rich people, they see competition. They see competition. Why do you think that when Glow was coming to Ghana, MTN was sabotaging Glow? It's, it's off the record. It's alleged. <laughs> it's alleged. Why? Because MTN is a big shot. And they know that Glow ought to have the capacity to become a, to compete and take the market. So they began to sabotage. So, no, most rich people will not tell you what, 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 what they actually did. 
So I had one Nigerian guy say something, and I laughed, and I said, this is too true. He said that these people, they better tell us the truth. The way they keep telling us work hard, work hard. If work hard was the secret, then we should all be rich by now because we work hard. Oh, brother, am I lying? No, 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 no. People are working hard. Have you seen the laborers? Masons. My God. If it was about work hard, they should be the ones with the mansions and the cars. Oh, no, no, no. Listen to me. Am I making sense over here? Have you seen the one selling handkerchief and he's sweating? And he cannot clean the sweats. Yes, he's selling face towel. <laughs> so, listen to me. You, we need to be wise. We need to be wise. So, so no, don't, don't be then. Tell me that me, I'm a, pa- a pastor. I'm not the one to teach. I will teach because me, is it, is it, for I should teach you. Because it's, if I teach you, you prosper. You can't give tithes. So, I'll teach you the way you are supposed to prosper. What do you think? Yeah, so I'm the one who should be teaching you. What are you talking about? Should I go ahead? I'll go ahead. Give a clap of praise to Jesus. <laughs> amen and amen. Glory. But it's true. It's true. Most motivational speakers, and I tell you the truth. Me, I'll tell you the truth. Because me, I, I teach to bring change. What they teach is to create clouds for to advance their own business. And so at the end of the day, I go, I go and do two doors. Oh, I, I, this is how much this is, hundreds is too small. Which then it become big, then I'll pay. <laughs> Master, that small one guy, I didn't have. I didn't have. Oh, yeah, I said, oh, yeah, 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 diapers. Oh, and hey, Sarah, and then, oh, don't, don't worry, you, uh, 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 if you want, I'll write you a check. <laughs> Yeah. And God started changing it gradually. So now, I was getting what I needed just enough, that supply. I was not having savings, but then at least whatever I'll eat, whatever I'm supposed to take care of uh, my family, whatever I'm supposed to do, it was coming. So it was plus one minus one, plus two minus two, plus three minus three. There was a balance. So that supply, it's okay. It's not bad. It's okay. But it's not enough. It's not enough because I wasn't getting enough to even help another person. I couldn't save. I couldn't think of buying a land. I couldn't think of building. I couldn't do it because I don't have that capacity. But then, as the same blessing that started bringing the supply, move from that supply to riches. Riches means that now money is coming in. Excess money. More than you need. More than you need to eat. So there's always an excess. So every time there's a certain amount you are able to save, there's always a certain amount to save. It got, it got to a point in time. If you say, if I said I didn't have money, it, it doesn't mean it's quarter quarter like that. And yeah, there's some amount be that is there. Amen. Some few thousand coins. I like that. Amen and amen. Do you understand me? And then, boom. The same blessing that started bringing the riches. Now, by the grace of God, as I stand over here, I can also say that I'm a house owner. I have a house to my name. So, what is that? I'm building wealth. I'm not where I want to be yet. But at least, over the past few years, I've seen that the thing works. And progressively, we are making advances. We are making progress. Every year, we keep building. Every year, we keep increasing. And this is because the principle works. The scriptural principles of financial prosperity, they work. They work. They work. 
Anybody who doesn't have a land over here, can I speak into your life? Before the beginning of next year finance convention, you should have a property with your name on it. I say you should have a property with your name on it. Receive that grace now. Some people even, let me continue. Amen and amen. But this is it. That's how God wants it to be. You are going to increase and supply in the mighty name of Jesus. So, God wants us to prosper financially. Financial prosperity basically means riches and wealth. Riches and wealth. Riches is money with present value, but no future returns. You see, it's good to be rich. But when we talk about riches, most of the time, you are looking at the liquid, liquid aspect of our finances. So, getting money. Getting money. So, those of us who always have money, we are keeping in our, our accounts. We, we, are, we are rich, but we are not yet wealthy. We are rich, but we are not yet wealthy. God wants us to be wealthy. When we talk about wealth, we are talking about resources with enduring returns. So if you have a property, you have a house, it's enduring returns. It's something that not only this generation, but future generations can enjoy. You have a business that is working, that is producing. Maybe you have a factory, a pharmaceutical factory, a certain business that is employing people that even your children can come and inherit. That is wealth. You have moved from just riches. Riches is money with present value, but no future returns. Riches will make you presently comfortable, but wealth secures future generations. So God does not want you just to be rich. He wants you to be wealthy. Lift up your right hand. Say, I receive riches and wealth. Say, I receive riches and wealth. Say, I come on. I want to hear you. Say, I receive riches and wealth. Are we learning something over here? So, don't just be focused on, oh, the money, the money, the money, the money. After the money comes, what does the money do? What does the money do? Something that if you have children, your children should also be able to possess. And then your children's children, the scripture has made it very clear. A good man leaves an inheritance for who? His children's children. So that is enduring substance, enduring wealth. May God increase your resources. Financial prosperity, your riches and wealth means increase in resources. Resources. Having more resources. Having more resources. So socks, you have more socks, you have more shoes, you have more cars, you have more phones, you have more property, you have resources. So you can fall on them anytime you want to do anything. So it's increase in resources and increase in ability to get more done in life. Increase in our, sometimes when I, I, I hear some situations, I, I'm like, God, increase me because I want to be able to help. Somebody comes and says, I need a place to stay. I want to be able to help. I want to be able to help. I want, I'm trusting God to be able to have a properties where at least people can stay in for a year or two without worrying about rent so that they can also find their feet in life. You see, we need to get to that place. And all of that is finances. We need money. We need resources to be able to get that done. So riches and wealth means that increased resources so that we can get more done in life more done in life. Riches and wealth of financial prosperity also means abundance of opportunities. Abundance of opportunities fulfill the will of God for your life. Let's say God has called you to be a missionary and now you, you, you've started doing soul winning. So you preach to people on the streets. But now God wants you to be able to reach to thousands. Reaching to one soul is different from reaching to a thousand. In fact, it's more expensive to reach to a thousand than it is to reach to one soul. 
It is more expensive. So if you are going to organize a crusade and you are trusting God for 10,000 people, 100,000 people, like recently, uh, um, uh, is it, uh, the Kumasi, Kumasi outreach, they want to go from Rehabonke, uh, Kolenda, Kolendio, a, a great evangelist. And they had a program which gathered over hundreds of thousands of Ghanaians to prove that it was not cheap. Their budget runs into the millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. So, when you have more resources, you have more opportunities to fulfill the will of God. So, if the will of God is for us to win souls, that means that more resources means that we can reach to more souls. If the will of God is for you to build houses, that means that more riches means that you can build more houses. Are, are, are we together? And God wants you to fulfill His will. So, that means he also wants you to increase in finances, increase in riches, and increase in prosperity. Tonight, all I'm trying to do is lay that foundation that God wants you to do well in life. God wants you to do well in life. But the problem, like I said from the beginning, is we are not listening to God. We are not listening to God. He said, incline your ears to my saying. He said, I am the God that teached you to profit. He said, and I will lead you in the way that you should go. The way that you are on is the Lord who is leading you to go in that direction. As for me, when I do something, it doesn't work. Did the Lord was the Lord the one who told you to do it. And when he told you to do it, are you doing it the way he said you should do it? Or you are using your own mind? If you are using your own mind and it doesn't work, who is to blame? Is God the one to blame? No. So he says that, I will lead you in the way that you should go. And tonight and in the next night, God is teaching us how to do it. And we'll prosper as we learn. I said we'll prosper as we learn. In the name of Jesus Christ. So it is the will of God for us to prosper. God's will for the church is not just having supply. It's for us to walk in a superabundance. He said, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Riches in glory. Glorious riches. Abundant riches. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12 again. He said, the Lord said he will open unto you his good treasure. That word treasure, it means a, a storehouse, a treasury, an armory, a depository, a store, a treasure house. Meaning God has a treasure house in heaven. And I pray for you. That's why I know that this week the miracle monies are going to come. Because the treasure house of God is going to be open to you. The bank of God is going to open to you. Heaven's kitchen shall, shall supply your need. Glory to Jesus Christ. A couple of years ago, ah, scratches didn't come. God, the Lord said that there was a release of miracle monies. The young man woke up in the morning and 600 Ghana cities was on his phone. Two weeks, he could not touch the money. He, could not, he thought maybe somebody, it's, some, it's for somebody. Two weeks, the money was there. Another time, uh, think why. They, they did the accounts, 500 Ghana cities had appeared on their phone. They don't know where the money came from. It wasn't a commission from their business or from anybody who had made a transfer. Look at uh, request testimony. 
money's appearing after they had used counting machine. They have counted monies over and over again. And it was exact. When it got into her hands, increase came upon it. One time she got as much as 540 Ghana cities. Another time 300 cities. Another time 100 cities. Another time 500 cities. Look at that. Increase. Where is the money coming from? Where is it appearing from? It is from the treasure house of God. The treasure house of God. Heaven's treasury. There is a, 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 there is a, a, a kitchen in heaven that God uses to supply the needs of his children. When Jesus wanted to feed the 5,000 people, where did the bread and the fish come from? There's five loaves of bread, two fishes. How? Is that possible? Come on, talk to me. I know some of you are super scientists. Is that possible? A little boy's lunch, feeding adults, 5,000. That meant that even that little boy was not counted as part of the 5,000. 5,000 mouths were filled. 5,000 stomachs were filled with bread and fish. And they had excess. The Bible said the first time there were 12 baskets in excess. Where did all that come from? Heaven's kitchen. Tell somebody heaven's kitchen. Heaven's kitchen. God can supply you from his heaven's kitchen. One day, the prophet Elisha was there with some hungry men of God. And they were wondering how they were going to take care of the men of God in the house. All of a sudden, a man came, bread, carrying bread. A man from Baal Shalisha came carrying bread, 100 pieces of bread. Do you know the amazing thing? Even the 100 pieces was not enough for the men in the house. Yet they ate the 100 pieces and they ate and they ate and they ate and they were satisfied. And they had excess remaining. Heaven's kitchen. Heaven's kitchen. Jesus wanted money to pay his taxes. He said, ah, Peter, is it good that a citizen of the town pay their taxes? Yeah, Peter said, no, it is actually the visitor who's supposed to pay taxes. Yet these people are tormenting us with taxes just so that there will be peace. You, go and go fishing. Ah, master, I thought if money there, you should send me to the bank. I said, go and catch fishes. He said, the first fish that you catch, open the mouth, there will be money over there. And indeed, when he went, the first fish he caught, he opened the mouth and there was a money coin over there. How, when, did, when, did, when did fishes become wallets? When did fishes, you see, this is a brand new. Somebody should start doing wallets and purses fish brand. My God. <laughs> when did fishes become keepers of money? And even take note of that. When he cast the, if it, let's say it was a hook and eye, uh, that, uh, hook and line that he was using to do the fishing. When the fish opened their mouth to eat the worm, the money should have come out. So this thing is purely supernatural. Heaven's kitchen. Heaven's kitchen. Heaven's supply. He said, I will open unto you my good treasure. God can never grow poor. God can never be broke. Anyone that connects to God will never be broke. Today, connect to God right now. Say, Lord, I connect to you. Say, I connect to you. Say, I'll never be broke again in my life. Come on, shout it. Say, I'll never be broke again in my life. Because I am connected to God. Let me show you a few things and then we are closing today. We are closing today. And within the next five minutes, I want to just show you a few things. If you are going to connect to God... Now, I've given you a foundation. Now, do you believe that God wants you to do well? Do you believe it? Are you ready to receive from God? Now, hear the principles. The first principle is that recognize God as your only source. God doesn't like competition. Know your boss is your source. 
Not your mother, your father, or any other human being is your source. God is your only source. All other means are resources. So that means that God can use your job. God can use... What about if you lost that job? Does that mean that God cannot take care of you? Recognize that God is your source. And not just your source, but your only source. The only one that you are depending on. So it is not, and, and that's the problem. Sometimes young people get into a job and then they are so concerned about how much the, the, the amount of their salary is that they don't see God taking care of them. It is not your job that is your source. If you are able to see it things that way, you will not be messing around or, be, or being like a dicycle on the job. Because I said, I will not give my best because uh, he is not paying me enough. If you saw that God was the one who was taking care of you, you give your best. And you know that you are in that job for a reason. Some of us, the reason why God sent us over there was to teach us about that business. Because he wants to give us a, a business in that same line. But you never learned the principle. Why? Because you are looking at the money. You are looking at the money. Look at Jacob. I will be teaching you about Jacob in this conference. There's a lot of package, eh? a lot, a lot, a lot. By the time we are finishing, business owners, that is my aim. Business owners are going to be raised. Some of you are going to move your finances from that little pitch that you have. And by next year, about this time, it should be a thousand times more. A thousand times more. Receive that grace now. Jacob, he, 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 he went with nothing. With just a staff. And for 14 years, he worked. He worked for Laban. And he was not paid any salary. And yet, when he was leaving, he was two companies. How did that happen? How did that happen? God is your only source. Your only supply. Lift up your right hand. Say, I believe with all my heart that my God is my only supply. Is my only source. Say, every other means. It's a, it's a resource. That means that God will put in your hands to come and give to you. I see God increasing your resources. I said, I see God giving you, you increasing your resources. Acquire that mentality. Push it deep into your coconuts. Let it stay over there. Let it be the way you think. That God is my only source. When you look for supplies, in, in, where you look to for your supplies matters. Where you look, where are you, when you need something, where are you looking? Who are you looking to? It matters. It matters. It matters. If your source is an everlasting source, then it means that every time you look there, you always have it. But if your source is something or someone that can die or come to an end, you are in jeopardy. You are in trouble. You are in trouble. God is an everlasting source. When you see him as your only source, everything works for you. Look at a revelation that God gave unto Copeland, uh, the man that I said he gave out, he has given out over 35 aeroplanes. This is what God told him. He said, don't look to government for your supply. Don't look unto other people for your supply. No, no. Pastors, don't look to your congregation for your supply. Jesus is our source. The blessing of Abraham is our supply. The word of God is our supply. This is what God told Copeland. That means that all his aeroplanes came from the word of God. All his aeroplanes came from God himself. The lands, the properties, the money. Oh, when, uh, when U.S. made a mistake and there was a, a lot of war in Afghanistan and they were killing people, Ken Copeland fueled his own aeroplane and was able to evacuate 5,000 people, 5,000 people from Afghanistan. The government were barely doing anything. 
as one man. He sends his airplane in and out, in and out. 5,000 Christians, 5,000 workers on the ground where they were evacuated. Why? He had the capacity. He did not take any funding from the government. If he was no rich, could he have done that? It wasn't that he was going on a joyride or he was going on a trip on his own. He went to save people with his private. So those who have been accusing him and, 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 and criticizing, they were there. They could do nothing. Anybody you see criticizing a man of God or that he's rich or he's driving a nice car, please don't join them. It's curses that they're bad. They themselves will never have. Go and look at the bloggers who criticize men of God. Go and look at where they stay. Please forget social media. They are standing in front of that man of God's house and they are taking a selfie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Go and look at anybody who criticizes. You see, now they say, hey, O'Shea, they think they have, and then they, they come, and then they come, and then you go and see hundreds of thousands of views. Go and they have nothing. They have nothing. You cannot get what you criticize. You cannot get what you criticize. You cannot get what you criticize. See them on Facebook, because typing keyboard skills is free. So you can pa 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 and they put it out there. pa 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 and they put it out there. Don't join them. Don't like their comments. Don't go and type anything. Don't even go and argue with them. It doesn't matter. We will keep prospering. We will keep making progress. When they see you, say, hey, eh, you are looking good. Say, hey, eh, give me some of the tights. <laughs> the thing is tight that is making us. The thing is tight that is making us. Oh my God. God have mercy. If somebody is earning, how many people in Ghana and more than 2,000 Ghana cities. And then if everybody pays like 200, how many people will you get to be able to get to even what I spend on myself in a, a, a month? If I, if I was looking to tie it, I was so far. Do you understand me? I'm, I'm being real with you. I'm being real with you. So don't go and criticize things that you don't understand. Learn the principles. Learn it. God is our only source. Look at another revelation. Listen, no, 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 don't worry about the clapping. I want you to catch some things today. I want you to take it deep. Take it deep. Do you understand me? If you miss this foundation, anything else that I teach you, you will not get it. If you miss the foundation that God is your only source, every other thing I teach you, you will not understand. Everything you will not understand. You don't understand it. It will not work. A foundation that you need to build into your hearts is, is not, look at, now, even those, uh, yesterday there was a circular going on. Data Bank announced, started giving policies, and they become a collector of money, O'Shea, who will take some more of it because the economy is no good. So the investment that you thought was what was going to build your future. Ah, is that not what the rest told us many years ago? If you are saving this amount and then you become a millionaire. Now the ones that we have been saying, even now they are taking them from us. Are, are you getting me? They are taking them from us. I thought haircut was for my head. Now they are doing haircut for my accounts. So, the principles of men, they fail. They fail. Who are you looking to for your help? Who are you looking to for your help? Is it, don't even look to your own self. Oh, I, I can do it on my own. Huh. The day you get an accident or you get a stroke, then you know that, ah, 
myself, no, I'm not that strong. I'm, I, I'm strong. I'm me. I'm the hard worker. I mean, I'm the hustler. Oh, continue. Oh, I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. Continue. Thinking is your hustle that is going to take off you. Brother, take that mind from your Take it out of your head. Take that mentality. It is the grace of God. 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 The trees have a face. It is the grace of God. It's the grace of God. Oh, tell me, I'll be hustler. I'll be hustler. I'll be hustler. So you think it's because of your hustling. You think it's because of your hustling. Sister, you see, if you think that way, you continue hustling for a long time. You continue hustling for a long time. God is your source. Lift up your right hand and say it with conviction. God is my source. God is my source. And he is an everlasting source. Look at what God spoke to Bishop Odebo. Say, my son David, listen to this and hear them as though God is speaking to you directly. You have two eyes. Can you make one to look up and the other to look down? Come on, huh? can you do that? Somebody should try. You want one eye to look up and one eye to look down. <laughs> now, who is succeeding over here? Who, is, who can look one eye looking up, one look, looking down? He said, no, I cannot. Now hear what God said to him. If you look up to men, don't claim to be looking up to me. Those who look to me will never be ashamed. Those who look to me will never be ashamed. Now some people sometimes, hey, Charlie, if this, if this, this, this church, you know, they work, I, I, I have my, my, my backup plan. <laughs> you think that God does not see. You think you can outsmart God. The, the system will vomit you out. God is my only source. God is my only source. Isn't last year God used some people to bless me? Incidentally, strangely, this year most of them were not blessing me anymore. I was like, hey, what is happening? If I was looking to them, I would have gone hungry. But this year I've even grown more. I've even increased more. I've even received more supplies. God is my only source. God is my only source. I can tell you best my own testimonies. Oh, yeah. Some people used to have blessed me last year. Oh, and they, by the grace of God, they were, God was using them. They were one of my resources. But somewhere, somehow, in 2022, it's as though all of them, as though they went for a conference meeting and said that this year, let us make the pastors of us more. Or maybe they too, they are going through something. So they say, ah, because of that, let us, let me manage my expenditure a bit. I'm telling you real practicality. So if they were my source, imagine I'll be in trouble. But this year, somewhere, somehow, God started bringing other sources. And it has exceeded. It has gone beyond last year. Listen, I'm not fighting to meet last year's target. I have exceeded last year's target. I'm setting a new record for myself. By December, my God. My God. This thing works so when you trust God. When you trust God. Stop depending on your own strength. Something that my mother, listen, if your mother fails, you don't get angry. She's a human being. If your father fails you, he's a human being. If your boss fails you, he's a human being. Some people are on strike right now. 
they are on strike. Not because they said that they will not pay devil, but they want some extra, extra pay. And the government says, that child, lie, lie. So they today are on strike. Today I was laughing at one of them and saying that you people, you are on strike and you want us to pay you. We will pay you again. <laughs> Do you understand me? Yeah. So if the government is your source, no trouble don't come. God is our only source. God is our only source. Look at what God told Apostle Okronipa. <laughs> Look, when I, the Lord spoke to me to go, come into the ministry to quit my job, I was a senior manager, head of department. Alright, you have heard the story already. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. I like to say it. It's my testimony. <laughs> Franka, can I say it again? And I want to see some of my bishops. I said, that, Papa, this is what the Lord has said. So I resigned. They said, Oh, I wish you had not resigned because the ministry is tough. The ministry is tough. You go through a lot, you suffer. But after some time, you see. And this one, so that they are telling me after some time, everything will be okay. They were still not okay. And they have been doing it for 20 years. The way my heart caught. My heart started doing broom, 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 broom. They said, Hey, but there was something that the Lord told me as I was praying about it. He said, Yes, there's a time of challenges in the ministry. But how long you stay in that time depends on you. The sooner you learn what I have to teach you, the sooner you come into your abundance. And so that is what caught me aggressive. Three to six months, I started seeing changes. Now all of them are looking after me. We send, now we send, we send them the money. We send them money. We send them money. One of my recently did his retirement. I was the single biggest giver in his whatever. So what we are, we we speak what we know. 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 So learn it quickly. Tilly, learn it quickly. Learn it quickly. Listen to me. It's not when we come to church. It's not always about the shouting. No, let us learn the principles of the word of God. Let us learn what God is teaching us. Let us learn it well. Let us learn it well. Somebody came, went to give their first fruit, and the fear was Is God your only source? Have you agreed? Is your heart settled on that? When your heart is settled on that, you are not afraid of anything. You are not afraid of anything. Around this period, in this midst of the financial whatever, we are doing a lot of outreach activities which we are spending a lot of money. Even on our program on Sunday, we are going to be spending in excess. We are going to be spending, so far we have already spent a lot. We are going to spend in excess of 7,000 Ghana cities on a one morning program. On a one morning program. But amazingly, within this period also, God is bringing in a flow. God is bringing in a flow. God is bringing in a flow. Amen and amen. Now, I said, now calculate your, your tithes and then the 7,000. <laughs> How many of your tithes will go into that 7,000? Are you understanding me? So, 
Don't never ever allow anybody to deceive you. That your tithe is making the man of God rich. Who are you? If you want to make me rich, at least then give me 100%. Then I know we are, we are starting something. Do you understand me? But no. no. Don't let anybody. Those people, they are, they are devil sent. They want to confuse you. But you see the way I'm taking my time teaching you the word. Am I trying to confuse you by here? Am I not explaining it using simple English? Taking my time. Every now and then I put in some small tree. What do you think? <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. I'm not, I'm not trying to confuse anybody. Follow the principle. And I'm using my own self as a testimony. As a testimony. I don't know but I heard the Lord say that somebody your finances are changing. Your finances, is re- they are releasing, you are receiving an upgrade. You are receiving an upgrade. You are receiving an upgrade. Come on, begin to speak to the Lord. 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 We'll end it over here. We'll continue tomorrow. We'll begin to speak to the Lord. Begin to speak to the Lord. Begin to speak to the Lord. From supply, from lack to supply. From supply to riches. From riches to abundance. Begin to speak to the Lord. Lift up your voice, everybody. Just rise up to your feet. Lift up your voice. Begin to speak to the Lord. The Lord, may I receive that change in my finances. Hey, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Begin to talk to the Lord. I'm not going to lift any prayer to me, so you better talk to the Lord. Build up Pray the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost begin to teach you. He said, I am the God, thy Redeemer. And I teach you to prophet. I teach you to prophet. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. If you are one depending on people, tell the Lord, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for depending on people. Forgive me for depending on my own strength. Forgive me for taking Oh, shut up that responsibility. I release that responsibility to you. Begin to release that responsibility of your life and your financial progress to the Lord. Oh. Come on, lift up your voice, everybody. Pray the spirit to become. Lord, teach me to prophet. Show me the way to go. Show me the way to go. Forgive me if I'm ever dependent on myself. On my own ability. On my own wisdom. Talk to the Lord. He's your father. Communion seals and get ready. Ba la ba 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 ba
And the Lord said that He will open unto us His good treasure. I see God opening up the heavens. Tonight, if you have ever depended on yourself, on any man, today the Lord calls you to repent. And Father, we ask for forgiveness for ever depending on our own strength and depending on anybody as our help and as our source and as our supply. Father, we were frail in our understanding. And so, Lord, we were deceived. But today we ask for we repent. We ask for forgiveness of sins. We take our forgiveness now. And today we make a decision to trust in you alone. To trust in your ability. To trust in your supply. To trust in your intervention. Today, we decree and we declare, we will follow the Lord. We will serve the Lord. We will live for the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And the Lord shall supply all our needs. The Lord shall supply all our needs. The Lord shall supply all our needs. According to His riches and glory by Christ. So shall be our supply. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.